Hey, it's Dr. B, and you are listening to the PRN Podcast. PRN stands for As Needed in Medical Terminology, which is going to be what we're going to be giving you during this podcast, which is As Needed advice on how you can change your life, your lifestyle, whether it's in the bedroom or at work. It's As Needed with Dr. B and Fred. That's me. And that's Fred. Wait, who am I? I'm Fred, and you're Dr. B. And this is PRN with Dr. B. You used to be with Fred, but Fred decided to take a back seat. So PRN stands for As Needed, and we are here to offer you as needed advice, not just health, not just wellness, not just fitness, everything. Anything and everything that you can use on an as needed basis or on a daily basis if you choose to, to live a better life. PRN. Yes. And my name is Dr. B. We got Fred right here. What's your name again? You, uh, Ralph. Ralph, mm-hmm. yeah, Ralph, and then Julio. <laughs> hey, Zeus! <laughs> All right, so uh, lately, you guys were asking me earlier today, Doctor B. You've been traveling so much. If you follow me on social media at drjmind, you can see I've been going to a lot of cool places. I was just in New Jersey. A lot of people asked. I me, thought you said cool places. <laughs> come on, guy! Come on, New Jersey! Come on! I gotta the, go to Jersey bro, next was, Friday. Okay, listen. Do you, like, even though when people meet me, they think I wasn't born in this country. I was born in this country in the glorious state of New Jersey in the city called Jersey City. Beautiful. Uh, but beautiful. I've been traveling a lot. We also, uh, also went to Dubai mm-hmm. uh, recently. Uh, Dubai. Uh, Fred, do you know where Dubai is? Uh, Dubai is just just south of Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lady boys. Yeah. We went to Dubai recently, and uh, we traveled a lot. Now... One thing is, I don't know about you guys, but planes. So when I travel with my kids on a plane, like I just have to let go of my type A OCD 100%. Because planes, yes, they're great, fun to fly, and you get to watch all these movies and videos and eat all this crazy food. But planes can be very disgusting. So I actually saw a recent study that came out that said, um, you know, the average plane has about like a 15 minute turnover time. And in that time, they got to get the patients out. I mean, not the patients, I mean the the people out. They got to go back in and they got to clean. So how much are they actually cleaning all those seats? Not really. And so planes are probably the place that, you know, especially during flu season and uh, during illnesses that you're probably going to get something pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Planes are, you know, they they don't go around with uh, Lysol. Well, that's what I wonder. Like, when's the last time this is wiped down with bleach or something that can actually kill something? Right, right. Oh, yeah. I don't know. And so, so the study actually they 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 scraped um, all different parts of a plane. And can you guys guess what on the plane found the most number of disgusting things, Mason? What plane organization? What company? No, we're not going to mention any companies. What either. part of the plane is that? What you're talking about? Yep. I mean, that you interact with. The seat, the seat belts, maybe? Seat belts is one, Tom? I would say the tray or the pillows. Tray or the pillows? Uh, the no no smoking sign? <laughs> no one touches that, man. Uh, the, 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 the nastiest part is actually where your head rests. That's yep. disgusting. So man. some planes actually have this like this, 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 this cover thing that they put on there. Emirates. But how often has yeah. that really even changed? Yeah. Uh, some some uh, have really nothing, and they have leather seats. They're supposed to be porous and blah, blah, blah. But, um, you know, how often are they actually clean? So, you know, you know, to give the crew credit, like, they are in their cleaning per se. But, you know, when you think about the tray table, like, how many times have they put the tray table down and it's like you still see, like, snot and little pieces of graham crackers? 
what about this, the place where... I, so now, I used to keep my laptop in the little... What's that thing called? Like Oh, a kangaroo pocket? The kangaroo pocket. The, I used to keep pouch. my laptop there, the pouch. my phone there, my water bottle. That thing is never getting cleaned. And so I, the article actually said that people have thrown barf in there. They found diapers in there. They found diapers leaking with stool um, oh, that's in there. So like... Like, how, mm. first of all, how can you even clean that space? Number one, number two, and if it, even if it's clean, how how quickly can you cl- you know really truly clean and clean it? The good thing is that a lot of bugs do die off, but um, if there is something in there, it's probably going to die off. So it's not like you're constantly contagious from a flight that was taken in January, and now you're flying that plane in December, and like, oh my god, am I going to get something from something that was in January? No, because a lot of the bugs don't have that survival. But what about the person, the flight that was just there before you? So you know, it got me thinking. Like, what are some things that you can do to, um, you know, prevent yourself from getting sick on a plane? Mm. You know, about millions of people fly every right. single day. I think what in Orlando we had what eighty-five million people visit. Ridiculous, yeah. Uh, seventy-five uh, million last. Seventy-five year. million uh, people visited uh, that were legal. <laughs> so, right. Uh, that 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 visited Florida and 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 stayed and traveled. So can you imagine all the junk that's coming? You know, why was Orlando one of the first, or Orlando or Mike, one of the first places that Zika came is because we have so many tourists that, that come here. Right. So uh, there's a lot of things that you can do to prevent getting sick on a plane. I think the most easiest thing to do is just not go on a plane. Right, right. So what do you do? Go to a boat? You could go on a boat. Yeah. You can, you can uh, walk. Okay. You can yeah. drive. Okay. So how do you prevent? You just wash your hands every ten minutes. What what do you do? We put alcohol, or like alcohol, like martini, or yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the Norwegian Airlines has the hottest stewardess. <laughs> I thought Emirates does, man. Yeah, Emirates does. You, you, oh my goodness! If you, if you follow Emirates flight crew, hashtag Emirates flight crew. They're so beautiful. <laughs> Is that why you on your phone? Yeah. Uh, we found Emirates dot com as yeah. one of your. I just go to Emirates dot com and just look at. I I plan all sorts of flights there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh obviously you can prevent it um i think the most extreme is i've seen people with gloves on and 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 face masks mask, on yeah. i mean there's certain cultures and people in parts of the country parts of the world that you know it's it's common place to even when you live in that area you're going to have a mask on when you go outside because they're very like um you know protective and don't want to get anything there's actually some religions and cultures so uh there's a faith called jainism and so when they're very strict and devout they actually are don't want to kill anything, so they actually wear masks so that they don't suck in anything from the outside mm. and and end up digesting or inhaling it. So there could be religious reasons, spiritual reasons, cultural reasons, or they could really be sick and they don't want to get you sick. Uh, so you know there were many reasons for that, but I think that is kind of the extreme. So what are some of the things that you can do when you travel? Is one always carry around some kind of alcoholic wipes. So the first thing that I try to do before my kids start start grabbing the remote and try and turn the tv on is i try to wipe as much stuff down as i can now i've before i started doing it when i used to see people do it i thought they were crazy like like when you see that 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 type a personality they're like oh let me clean everything down on there like you you do that you you wipe everything down a plane before you this table gets wiped down those even those armrests like when you guys leave it's not because it's you it's just the amount of people have been in and out of here I'll wipe the door handles. I mean, really? Yeah. Mason, well, is he lying? Thank really? you. And you do it on your own? Mm-hmm. Damn, that's a sign of a good leader, man. So you're doing mm-hmm. it actually on your own. Yeah. Uh, so, 
<laughs> you must use uh, UV rays to, to, to kind of clean yeah. up this spot where Fred is sitting. So funny. So and then, funny. And then he has his like lips all over this protective barrier on this mic here. So do you, cl- do you clean this, these? Yep. As get well? wiped down too. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah, very, very. Uh, well, think about the amount of spit that's coming out. Yeah, right? Fred, you're so close. That you're like making love to that thing. Well, because you guys complain about my uh, voice and the quality. So I have to uh, well, there's sacrifice much- my health. <laughs> for your for your pleasure. So you got to wipe everything down on a plane. So but can you take? Um, are you allowed to take those um, hand sanitizer? Yeah, bottles as long you? as they're under what is it? Three ounces. Okay. Three ounces. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Well, why wouldn't you? I mean, um, uh, t- so so basically, like, try to wipe everything down. Don't forget where you're going to put your head. Obviously, the seatbelt. But the study didn't really mention the seatbelt part. But you're right. That's probably disgusting too. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Uh, the tray table, uh, and really the, even the head, head hand rest too. Like try to keep all that stuff as clean as possible. Even the thing that you use on the air conditioner thing, like, and if you're going to turn it off, like, like, let's say like, you don't want to look like the crazy guy that's taking out the wipes and touching everything with the wipes. Then if you do touch it, then go ahead and open up your hand sanitizer and just, and just, and just basically just keep it on your hands and, 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 and try to kill off as much of the stuff as you can in your hands. Well, I understand that kind of you know, you're preventing picking up germs on your hands and stuff. But you know what freaks me out on the plane is breathing in that is breathing in the air because like I'm paranoid if somebody behind me is sneezing and coughing and hacking up a lung. And it always happens that you end up getting seated next to that person or but like what about breathing in germs? You're right. So so not all germs are going to infect you if you breathe them in. There's certain types of um, bacteria, viruses that, yes, are uh, contracted through i'm having burping here man i just had Bre- a whole bunch breathing of in i'm so sorry i'm burping <laughs> on air here but <laughs> but um so they it, so depending on that then yes you can breathe in but the thing is like most of us are healthy right so even if you do breathe that stuff in if you have a good immune system um then you're going to be fine so that's an important thing prevented it before you get, even get on is like am i in the best health like make sure you get your sleep make sure you stay hydrated and if you're feeling sick and you, you know, hopefully you bought travel insurance, like change, change the plane until you're not sick because going on there, not only are you putting your life at risk, you're putting other people's life at risk. Like what if you have an 80 year old patient that hasn't gone as pneumonia shot and then you give him something that's going to cause his pneumonia to get worse or get him pneumonia. So you got to think about everyone else's health around you. Um, but you know, wiping things down, keeping your hands clean and kind of limiting where you're moving to on the plane. Like, you know, I, I have like such overactive bladder on a plane. Like I, that's why I always need to get an aisle seat. If I don't get an, I'm that guy getting up to go to the bathroom every 20 minutes where the flight attendants are like, is this guy like, why why does he keep getting up? Like I'm constantly like the second the, the, they let me take my seatbelt off or when they announce that I'm going to have to keep my seatbelt on, I'm running to the bathroom. Really? I don't know what it is. Is it nerves? I don't know. I mean, I I do try to drink a lot of water. Caffeine? I try to limit my caffeine. I don't know what it's it is. It's weird. Like, I, I would prefer to hold it for for the two hours and, rather than get up and use a bathroom and that's, wait in that line. That's not good. That's yeah. not healthy. Oh, I, know, I know. Yeah, some of those bathrooms are like, oh, yeah. like you see, ugh. Things happen yeah. in there. Oh, yeah. Those bathrooms are, are, are bad. Are bad. Yeah, but Fred, have you ever done anything in the bathroom that you're not supposed to do? What, what do you mean? Uh, you I know. think there's like a frequent flyer thing called the Mile High Club. Have I, if I have I done anything in a commercial airplane with another person? Yeah. Yes. Like what? Uh, um, <laughs> Talk to them. I I speak to them. I, <laughs> I um, close their eyelids when they fall asleep. 
<laughs> have you ever joined the Mile High Club? I have, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How? Because like, I mean, Fred is a pretty muscular guy. So, so how, do you, that, how do you fit into that bathroom? First of all, that's bullshit. <laughs> muscular. <laughs> I, I have well, the, they can't see you, man. They I can't have, see you. So. I have the legs of, of a gazelle and the torso of Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Come on. Uh, no, I mean, you, you get seats and be, the plane was empty and you could pick your seats. So you go all the way to the back and, you know, you can do things with each other and why not? Did you ever get busted? No. Never. I mean, I've, I've gotten busted in public places. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, wow. Are you serious? Yeah. Big time. Can you tell us? Yeah. So, uh, one was in Gainesville. What and- was her name or his name? I don't do he's. I don't do that. So, um, but if he did, it's okay. We I'm not gonna it. say the lady's name, man. Okay. okay. As, uh, 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 so Rebecca and I. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, no uh, we were we we were in a path walking, and we went through the bushes of uh, right outside the path on a tree, and there were just people running and walking by, and. Uh, there was a person that noticed and kind of stopped and like and should... asked to join. No, no. <laughs> um, but that wasn't so bad. The, the worst one was at a park because so that was cool. That was a little bit off to the side so you can't see. This time we went all out want to get caught. So really? The, the rush was to get caught and we got caught. So Did you get arrested? No. So we were on the bench, and uh, she's she's on top of me. We're completely naked on this. You know, the, when you're walking, there's a bench where you, like senior citizens could take a break <laughs> and not see sex. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. yeah. And so we're 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 getting we're doing what we're doing, and then all of a sudden she looks and she turns blue. And I look, and there's a guy with a jogging band around his head, jogging. And looks straight at us and says, uh, I'm not looking, I'm not looking, <laughs> and runs right by, and just keeps on going. Oh, my gosh, dude. That's crazy. So uh, a little disclaimer here. Even though this is as-needed advice, this is advice of things not to do. Yeah, don't uh, do it. Uh, doing things in public is is not what we uh, preach here. Um, but but can, I, can I say... It was so hot. Yeah, but what what is the rush of doing things like that in public? It's 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 the it's that the no no. Yeah, that it's not to, you. You shouldn't be doing that, and you do it, and it's erotic, and it it, it it turns on a few things in your brain that some people like it, some people don't. Yeah. So. So, so so if you get but like, isn't there a law though? If if it was a police officer that just happened to be walking by uh, and busted you, isn't it indecent exposure? Uh, uh, no, it isn't, Tom. <laughs> okay, Fred. <laughs> Uh, 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 Fred, no. has, Fred has friends in high places. Yeah, yeah. No, um, yeah, uh, it on, is illegal. Yeah. So, so Tom is a very uh, good old boy here. Uh, Tom, you don't have to describe a scenario, but have you engaged in something like what Fred described ever? I don't think out in a public area. Never in public. Not that I'm aware of. Not that I remember. <laughs> I mean, he's not going to admit to it because he's running for politics. No, I, one I, day. I, yeah. He's running for president. That one doesn't day. like the thought of that. I'm, I'm such a. Uh, by the book? Yeah. Do you schedule it? No. Oh? Just doesn't happen. <laughs> so that's inevitable. Do you have a base camp for when it can happen? <laughs> <laughs> Google Calendar. Yeah. How, how about I, I, at the office, 
where when there's people in the other, you know, running, you know, going going about their business at the office, I have, yeah. In in the in our office, <laughs> I no, I don't. That. I don't go to your office. Uh, my my previous employer. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. In I, the office, absolutely. And you hear other people around you. But walking, How can you even keep it hard like that. Like, uh, well, I, you I know, um, uh, it's my name is Fred. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And, and the D is emphasized, man. <laughs> yeah, Fred. No, I mean, it's a... We're not even going to ask Mason, because then this is going to become an X-rated show, because we already know the answer looking at his tattoo over there uh, and looking at a smile on his face. Mason, whatever you do, don't ask a raccoon to join in. <laughs> their nails are pretty sharp. <laughs> oh, man. So I don't know how we got off to a tangent about... Well, Mile High Club. Oh, Mile yeah. High Club. Right. Public places. And, yeah. Yeah, so planes can be uh, very, very, very uh, dirty places. So you just gotta do all the things that you can prevent. Now, one of the things, uh, since we have time here, is is what about after the plane? So a lot of people get things thing called jet lag, and mm. um, I know me personally it, is that when I travel, I am the worst with my diet and my exercise schedule. Like if you were to talk to my trainer, like we have all these like positive gains and then I travel for one day or five days yeah. and then I feel like I'm back at square one. Like I come back bloated, full of salt. I come back like just really not even wanting to work out because I've just kind of like taken it easy. So I think the best advice that we can give our viewers today and I can give this advice because I'm on a daily basis trying to really get better at it so I'm not the best at it, but I know I'm always trying to improve, um, as should you, is like, how can you just stay on your normal routine uh, when you land? And so sleep is very important. Uh, planning your meals is important. And most of the places you're going to go are going to have a gym. Some sort. If you're staying in a hotel, most hotels have gyms. If they don't have a gym, you got shoes. You can just go outside and, and run or walk. And when it comes to food choices, like the same restaurants you have where you live, you're probably going to find the same stuff where you go. Um, and you know, to be very honest with like when I went to India this past time, uh, you know, when I go to India, I have like the worst diet, but this time I noticed like there's a lot more healthy options and every menu had something healthy. So it's, I really didn't even have an excuse this year. Like, Oh, there's nothing healthy there. Um, but there was. And so it's just about like you making the right choices. So what, you know, what can you do to keep yourself strong before you get on the plane, on the plane, like trying to avoid all those crazy germs, um, and then when you get off the plane, like, you know, how can you keep your normal routine going? I think that we should have a sex therapist next time. Okay. Can we, can we bring in yours? Yes. So what do you want to talk about? Your, well, I, I, I wonder, your, your, I wonder if it's normal. My behavior is normal. Is it normal? You're a doctor. <laughs> All because I'm a doctor doesn't mean I'm an authority at your behavior. Right. I personally think, um, you already answered your question when you said the rush. So we are human. And, and we love that adrenaline rush. So what is the adrenaline rush? You get the surge of hormones in your body that, that triggers certain parts of your brain that are part of the feel-good pattern. So mm -hmm. why, do you, why do you crave orgasms? Because they make you feel good. Mm -hmm. Why do you like candy bars? Because that sugar makes you feel good. Why do you like when someone compliments you? Because, again, you get that rush of these hormones. Mm. Um, but interestingly, what you were doing was a very stressful thing. But stress in certain times can also mm. elicit some of those same hormones. Really? Where, where you're in a, like a very 
stressful situation, but it's not a stress that's like bogging you down. It's a stress and a strain that's getting your blood pressure pumping mm-hmm. and getting the adrenaline pumping inside of you that that is making you feel good. And then when you accomplish it, that's when you feel the best. Wow. So I think I think I don't think your behavior is anything extreme. I think in the day we live today in the Tinder age and where everything is just so out in the open when it comes to sexual activity, you, we, this kind of stuff probably happens much, much more often and, and out in the open. Now, that doesn't mean you should go and do it, but I think people are a lot more open to explore, not only explore, but talk about the crazy things that they're doing. Right, right. So I feel much better. I feel more human. I used to feel like a monster, but today I feel more like regular society. Because you've opened up about things, illegal things that you, you were doing. I, I, it's not illegal. Yeah. I don't think it's illegal. I think well, it might be. It, it is. A it might be yeah, it might illegal. Be yeah. Instead of a sex therapist, why don't we have a cop on the show next time? <laughs> that's terrible. And then we have you admit to everything that you've done. I, I, that's ex- the extent of any illegal activity. That's did you use your phone today while you were driving? Uh, yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, I, I'm I'm an inch away from not having a green card, so I can't get stopped. <laughs> oh man, that's okay. so funny, man. Well, so. I, I do have a question. Yes, sir. So um, my wife loves this uh, medicine. Viagra? Uh, not that. No, no. <laughs> so she's always pushing the. Cialis? You got to take the vitamin C. The vitamin C. The vitamin C. I mean, is it, how effective is it to really take that stuff prior to? Like, will that really boost your immune system? So when you say vitamin C. In in my world, vitamin C is Cialis. Oh, so yeah, Cialis okay. is, no, is an I mean. erectile dysfunction <laughs> that's, drug. That's when you say shooting. vitamin V, it's Viagra, which is an erectile dysfunction drug. Uh, but I think you're talking about vitamin C, the vitamin the supplement. So let me pull, pull up full disclosure here. I do not promote any uh, supplement companies or any use of any supplements. If you actually look at the hard data, a lot of the supplements people are taking, they don't even need because they're either getting it in their food, they're getting it mm-hmm. from just being out in the sun, mm-hmm. um, or they're getting it through some other process. So a majority of the supplements people are taking, like these one-a-day vitamins, all these things, like it, it doesn't really change anything on the inside, um, but it makes people feel good. Uh, but vitamin C, if you look at the data, uh, is shown to boost your immune system. It absolutely is. So that's why, like, you know, when you're sick, they say, oh, you know, get something with lemon or lime or or, or take one of those vitamin C boosting things. Like, um, yeah, it, it has been shown to help boost your immune system. Now, the path of how it does it, to be very honest with you, I'm not an expert on, but I know myself um, have taken these vitamin B and 12 and C shots. I, I think there's all these like, energy shots out there, like flu this, bad like cough this, like they're supposed to make you feel better. I do it too because I'm human, right? I know scientifically this stuff ain't going to make me feel any better or make me any better faster, but I still do it because I'm human. And, um, you know, if, if it mentally makes me feel better, then heck it's worth it. But, um, but, but yeah, vitamin C is important. I know my wife, like when she has any kind of cough, she's like making all this like lemonade kind of stuff and drinking it all day. And then it makes her breath smell bad. And, but anyway, I didn't say that on the air today. So, (laughs) But supplements are crazy, man. I don't know. Uh, do you take how many? Do you take vitamins? So I, I take those uh, gummy vitamins, and I'm pretty sure they just taste really good. And I don't know what they do. So you know, it's like once a day for man. Or your whatever. skin is really. You got small pores, Tom. Is that good or? Yeah, it's good. Okay, good. good Thank for, you, Fred. What good. about Mason? Do you take any vitamins? 
No, I uh, I take like this little uh, heartburn tablet every once in a while, but mm. an antacid. Really... Yeah, an antacid. But I don't really take any like. What's vitamins. it called, Mary Jane? No. Brownies? <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> well, why? But you're young, man. Why are you taking an antacid every day? Oh, do you I eat a lot of spicy food, or do you have known reflux, or? No, I I get heartburn um like when I eat like pizza or anything with like certain um acidic like qualities like mm-hmm. marinara sauce or whatever it like makes my heartburn like flare up real bad so. yeah so you take like a tums or yeah. or something yeah, okay. yeah. but you don't take so so there's so 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 who's wh- marinara is he a girl <laughs> i wish <laughs> so you bring up you bring an interesting point and pe- a lot of people don't know this that yes when you when you know you have this problem or you get that heartburn um there's things you can do after the fact so a lot of these are calcium based um uh, little tablets that you take, like Rolaids, Tums, that are supposed to like, you know, kind of neutralize things. But there's also medications, and now they're actually over the counter that you can prevent that from even happening when you're eating. Oh, really? That are supposed to like kind of bring the uh, acidic content down. Hmm. Um, things like Omeprazole, um, and there's like four or five different brands, like Nexium, all these things. But the thing is, like, I- I've seen patients where they think they've eaten a bad pizza, and it turns out they have a freaking heart attack. So I don't take chest pain lightly. Like, yeah, if you have a known history and you're out there eating and you're young, yeah, it's probably okay. It probably is that. But listen, man, if you're, if you're anyone out there and you're having this rip roaring pain and you try some of these things, uh, and it's not going away, you better make sure you're not having a heart attack. Uh, because the symptoms are in the same area, same spot. So I'm not saying everyone that's going to go out for dinner tonight, you should go and run over, you know, once you have that, that aching run over to the ER, um, but you should always know that it could always be something else. So if you've been having this problem, you're probably self-medicating. You know, it may make sense for you to go see a doctor. And sometimes they can do certain testing um, and see whether, hey, maybe you should be on something that's daily uh, taken daily. And that's because when you have chronic heartburn, um, you can either control the diet or uh, that constant acid in your esophagus can cause issues in the future. So like, you know, uh, I'm a urologist, so I deal with like the plumbing, the water pipes, but mm-hmm. me and the gastroenterologist are constantly doing procedures at the same time. So these are the guys, that, the doctors at the gut. And so I would say they probably have like one or two patients on their schedule uh, every single day that they're like dilating the esophagus. And I'm like, oh, what is this? Like, what, what, you guys, what is this for? He's like, well, this guy had bad reflux, wasn't managed, and now he has a very tight area in his esophagus. So when you eat, things go through your mouth, and they travel down to your esophagus, and that's when it hits the stomach. Mm. So that esophagus is a big, long tube. So when you got all that acid from the stomach constantly going up in the esophagus, you can get uh, bad reflux. Now, that reflux could be just too much acid. It could also be that you have an anatomic problem mm. where basically like the stuff is not that you have this sphincter, so this tight area down there is not just the ligaments and the muscles and everything are just not in the right pattern, the right direction, um, so that things are just looser basically. So that can be corrected with surgery. So you can assume mm-hmm. that, oh, it's just high acid, but it may not be. It could be so many other things. And some of these things could be correctable where you don't have to pop a Tums every time you eat a slice of pizza. I'm, I'm a little confused. You said sphincter? I knew I knew Fred was excited. No, wait, so that doesn't mean your anus? No, that... you have so many, you, have, you, you can have sphincters in other parts of your body. Serious? So people run around with multiple sphincters? Yeah. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. That's to me. So what is a sphincter? Like explain, is it like just a puckering? <laughs> that, that's, I mean, that's probably the best way to pres- uh, yeah. describe it. Wow. Um, and so it, it's basically an area that can open and close. 
And sometimes these these areas can open and close uh, by your control. Mm. Uh, and sometimes they're auto, uh, what we call autonomic, so automatic. Mm-hmm. And so your body just controls it based on the surrounding environments and the signaling that, that the brain's giving it. So That's it's cool. it's important, but you know, if you think about it, these are all things in your body that you don't even think about. Right. They you just happen know. naturally. Right. Right. So you can focus on life and doing all the cool things that you want to do, like travel and, yeah, and, well, and not sp- get sick. And, and now worry about your sphincter. Yeah. It's fun to say. I want to end by giving Fred a kudos. Uh, Fred actually traveled with my kids um, uh, a couple weekends ago. And uh, it turns out that my kids were actually taking the the Clorox wipes and cleaning him and his hands (laughs) (laughs) before they cleaned the tray tables because they looked at his hands and they said, wow, what is that? That looks dirty, man. Uh, One told me that uh, if I went to the dentist... Because she could see the cavities <laughs> from the mouths of babes, right? So yeah, yeah, it's it's very rare that my kids ask for more snacks on the plane to give to you. Yeah, I right. Think that's right. what they did. Yeah, that's what uh, they did. Because they usually don't even like the snacks, but they all got some for you, man. So they loved you. But um, you know, that being said, you know, it's all about prevention, uh, and you can prevent a lot of things in your daily activities, whether you know wearing a seatbelt when you're driving. Or making sure things are clean when you're getting on a plane. Not getting caught. Or not getting caught when you're doing adrenaline rushing. I don't even know how to say it. I'm, I can't even look at you right it, now. It's I'm a- imagining you with your clothes <laughs> off in a park on a bench. You know what? The saddest part was after a while, because those benches are kind of woven metal. Uh, That's my, cold. My, <laughs> so you had the imprint. I had the impressions on my buttocks. And I, she had to get a spatula to get pry me off of that because <laughs> after a while my skin just went through the and your sphincter's working overtime all yeah. right so if you like what you're hearing about fred impressions on fred's body and his sphincter <laughs> and all the uh, the knowledge that we've infused in you today go ahead and subscribe to the prn podcast with dr b you can follow us on social media you can follow me personally on social media at drjmanb you can follow fred on social media at xhamster.com <laughs> and that's our show for today thank you and be well hey you can follow me dr b on all the social media channels at d-r-j-a-m-i-n-b it's at dr jamin b on facebook instagram twitter and linkedin and don't forget to follow the prn podcast and if you like what you hear go ahead and give us five stars if you don't want to give us five stars and you want to give us less please still give us five stars because you never know who you're going to have to get your Viagra from in the future. 